since we're changing our intro, yes. I want to start doing a candid moment from the podcast and then doing the music and then doing the yeah, beginning. Yeah, that's fine with me. I'm about to use the, the he sucks at disc golf. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to get all these texts saying, Chris said you suck at disc golf. <laughs> Discussed a podcast. My name is Chris Napples. My name is David Bash. And this is our cold brew hard start. Is that what it is? Yeah, cold start. Cold, cold brew, brew start, start with uh, from our friends of Uvora Coffee. There's no rules. We're making this yeah. up as we go. Yeah, and uh, we have an awesome guest with us today. We do. Um, and before we get to him, right. and uh, I we I just naturally want to talk about Nancy Powell Holwine. We have to. She is. We have uh, to. An, an incredible real estate. Or is a realtor associate broker. Yes, she is. And uh, and there's she, a difference because she's a broker, right? So she has more power. She does. And she's <laughs> at uh, Concierge Real Estate Team. And actually, it's actually just Nancy Powell. Okay. As of today. Okay, so <laughs> we might need to we might need to check the branding on this. Yes, but uh, anyways, they're located downtown. David's going through her right now. Yeah, going through some uh, purchases. My wife and I are about to sit down with her and talk about being a new home new home buyer. Yep, and uh, great to work with. Um, if you're considering and wanting to sell or buy, I, I would look no further. Check out. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Powell and her email, you can reach her the easiest way to reach her yeah. is Nancy at open dot team. Not dot com. Because you are a team with her. Yes, you are. She <laughs> will she will hold your hand. And just speaking from personal experience, um I Chris, you're buying residential. Mm-hmm. I'm buying residential long term investment. Uh she is great for both. Um she is sending me investments even now for the future. Uh, she texts me day and night about what we're doing. Uh, she's always working. Uh, and, you know, those are really the things that I think you want in a realtor. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So check her out. Yeah, do that. Yep. We are going to talk a little bit about, you know, I went to the parade. Did you? I did. I went to the parade. Sean Franham's, uh parade was incredible. I did not know how it would go. And for those that have been listening, yes, we did tell you we would be in the parade. I was going to say we owe our listeners an yes. apology. Um, but uh, Actually, I owe our listeners yes. an apology for one getting of our, sick. Yeah, one of our key guys got a little under the weather. And Half so, the team got strep throat. And so we decided to just not do it, which was probably the better idea after going and looking at all the floats. Our float would have been a joke. <laughs> but, you know. Hey, we know what to humor. do. We know what to do next humor. year. We yeah, do. exactly. But, no, it was awesome. There was a great cool. turnout. There was probably about 85 different companies and marching bands pres- there in the parade. So, That's awesome. And it was at night. So I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, no, yeah, no one knew. But there were streetlights. You could see everything. And, of course, the floats were all lit up. Were you there? I was not there. We were downtown, yeah. nonetheless, uh, throwing axes while the parade was going on. What an excuse. What an interesting (laughs) excuse. So now that our listeners know your voice, can you just go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am Drew Jordan, owner of Andy Jordan's Bicycle Warehouse. Awesome. And that's off of 13th Street? Yep, 527 13th Street, just off of the main downtown corridor, uh, or a couple blocks off of Broad. Been there since uh, 1974, original location, um, second generation family owned. That's so, awesome. That yeah. was my next question. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to answer any more of my questions before I say anything? I would love to answer some questions. <laughs> Shoot, fire away. <laughs> so it's family owned. Uh, uh, is this the original location on it, 13th? It is. So we've okay. been in downtown since 1974, and we've seen it kind of ebb and flow uh, for sure. So talk to us about this, um, the bicycle world. I don't know a lot about the bicycle world. I had a mountain bike. Uh, it was stolen, so I don't have a mountain bike anymore. Uh, but it was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, so how does one go from like a recreational biker mm-hmm. to a second generation owner of a bicycle warehouse? Wow, that's a big question. Uh, so I tried. I, I started out. Um, so obviously, my parents were into riding bikes. Uh, my mom actually... I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so they got into riding bikes, and that's kind of how the store actually started, was there was kind of a void there in the 70s where 
there weren't any specialty retail stores for bicycles. Yeah. It was like you bought your bike at Sears and there might have been like one other bike shop in town, that sort of thing. Was there Walmart um, yet? No, no, I don't know when Walmart started, but it wasn't in the 70s. Okay. So, <laughs> so you guys see the need. Yeah. The family's into bikes. So right. come in, you guys start the bike. Uh, yeah, the it was, bicycle it was Bicycle Center of Augusta back then is okay. what it was. Um, and it kind of stayed that name for a few years. And eventually my dad turned it into Andy Jordan's Bicycle Center. Um, and then in 1998, we actually had a fire in the building. And uh, we gutted the building and just kind of knocked it down to four walls, essentially. It was totally open, and it just kind of looked like a warehouse, felt like a warehouse, and that's how it became Andy Jordan's Bicycle Warehouse. So So how has growing up around the bicycle warehouse world, how has that affected your life? Like, clearly, so you're from Augusta, right? Yeah, yeah, born and raised. Where did you go to high school? Uh, Academy of Richmond County. Oh, nice. Class of 94. I did not not have any classes with you. (laughs) I think I just missed you on the way out. Purple Pride. I was uh, three years old. Yeah. (laughs) I was one. You got me beat. I'm feeling old. I'm starting to feel old. I was negative one. The math on that was wrong. I was negative one. It's like, you're way older than three years older. Well, you're only four years old. But anyways, so Academy of Richmond County. Did you go to, did you uh, attend university? Augusta State University. There you go. Okay. Full blown. got to go there. Well, no, you no, got I to was go there. there I was yeah. there for two years, and then graduate. I graduated from Georgia Regents University. Nice. Yeah, Chris right. actually did not graduate it's not from nice. college. Well, I mean, it, it's... <laughs> I mean, I got a degree, but yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's Hardest true. degree to find. <laughs> yeah, GRU, Google it. It is. There's probably... I think there's about 4,000 of us out there that have this sad life. <laughs> this, this sad, our alma mater doesn't even exist. That's all good. <laughs> so... Uh, Every episode, somehow I I always bring this. I up. complain about it. So hopefully, Doctor Keel is listening, and he will just mail us mail me my diploma. Eventually, we'll get Doctor Keel. Yeah, um, I'll talk to him about. It. So you went to Augusta State. What do you yeah. study? Uh, business, marketing, okay, so there's no marketing. Class. There's no bicycle class. Okay. Zero. Okay. Zero. And honestly. Kind of. So through high school, I was working at the store. Um, I remember it was my, let's see, I started in like my sophomore, junior year, I want to say. And I did OJT, which I think they still do in schools. I don't know. Then they probably don't do it. So on the job training is what it was called. You got the ability to leave school early to go work a job. And so I did that my junior and you did you did um, on the job training with your the, family so, your family business yeah so that was is that cheating that is what everybody thought so <laughs> they actually I had to like when I went to work like they would call the store to verify I was there my dad would have to write uh, little notes essentially verifying that I was at at my job you know you working and that sort of thing you probably bike. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did bike some, drove a little bit. Yeah. I pretty much only Down rode. It's all downhill. It's all downhill. Yeah, it nice. was all uphill. It's easy to get. Yeah, it's easy yeah. to get there. <laughs> it's a different story getting back. So I, uh, so yeah, so I was working at the store all through uh, high school, all through college, and really not 100% sure if I was going to be in the family business. My, my family, in fact, I wouldn't say they discouraged me necessarily, but they weren't pushing me to get into the business. They encouraged you to do what you wanted. Um, yeah, right. Okay. Um, so, so you got the marketing degree. What yep. was the marketing degree? What was your intention with that? Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so you like marketing. So it was kind of my junior year when I realized, like, okay, I'm going to be – I'm working at the store. Okay. Like, this is truly what I want to do. It's like going into my senior year where it was, that question was starting yeah. to pop up in my mind a lot where it was like, okay, what am I really going to do? Mm-hmm. And just as I was getting more and more involved in the business, I just I couldn't imagine doing anything else, you know. So uh, I really enjoyed it, and uh, it's a it's a pretty dynamic environment. Things are changing a lot. Things are yeah. moving fast. So uh, so I enjoyed it a lot, and uh, here I am. So what year did you graduate college? Uh, that would have been ninety nine. You graduated college, yeah. marketing degree, Augusta <laughs> State University, nineteen ninety nine. Talk to me about Augusta. Being a fresh college graduate from Augusta State, talk to me about that. Like, how was that? I, I, I don't, I have never been able and will never be able to experience that. Uh, it was a lot different. I mean, it was, 
so I was talking about downtown just kind of ebbing and flowing, you know, in the 90s is when downtown was starting to to really get some momentum behind it. I mean, you had bars opening up, restaurants opening up, and kind of that culture, that downtown culture was starting to uh, to get going. So in 99, I mean, you you had, I mean, Soul Bar and Nacho, Nacho Mama's, no, no, Stillwater. But Nacho Mama's, uh, Nacho Mama's is, that was yeah. Flynn, right? Yep. A yep. precursor, yeah. Right, right. That's cool. Um, the uh, so there wasn't a whole lot going on downtown at that point. Um, pizza Joint opened up. Mm-hmm. I remember that was a nice. big one too back then. Wow, uh, did not know Pizza Joint. Yeah, was Pizza Joint was. They've been around a long time. Um, they used to be across the street and like a couple of blocks up, actually in a very small mm-hmm. uh, space. Um, but it was. It definitely wasn't as vibrant as it is now, for sure. Um, people were still somewhat nervous about being downtown that was something my dad and I used to battle a lot was mm-hmm. do we stay downtown or we do move do we move to the west side and especially in 98 when we had the fire that was like we had to make a decision at that point it's like are we going to invest in this building and recreate this space or are we just going to move yeah um but he and I both just felt like there's just there's a lot of soul in downtown there's a lot of culture downtown and uh, we just couldn't imagine being anywhere else um there's great riding from our store there's great um i mean i can ride my bike anywhere from the store you can be downtown and yeah. hanging out eating that sort of thing yeah. so that was just kind of getting going so um not sure i actually answered your question That's okay. <laughs> well, okay so we have what what was going on downtown yeah as a bike shop was there a was there a lot of, um, I know cycling will always happen. Yeah, There's right. streets everywhere. Right. Biking is like its own culture. Yeah, right. for so sure. So you have cycling, but what were the trails like then? Were they, were, was it more of a cycle shop for y'all? Or? It was more, um, we've always been a little bit more heavily towards recreational riders and mountain biking and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. But Let road, me pause real quick. When you say a cycle, talk to the listeners. Tell, tell us what that means. You're talking about road yeah, cycling? Yeah, like the different, yeah, like, versus okay, yeah. another type of bike. Like, yeah, what so is a cycle? road cycling is probably what you're thinking of. Right, that's what um, I'm thinking of. Right, so road cycling, I mean, they that's, the, the roots are very deep in road cycling. You know, mountain biking came on the scene around 81, uh, roughly right around there, in late Augusta? 70s, early 80s. We, not really in Augusta, I would say okay. mid-80s, probably in Augusta is okay. when it actually started to hit. Um, but trails back then, I mean, you had Lick Fork Trail, um, Turkey Creek, and Modoc. Uh, those were kind of those original mountain bike trails in Augusta. Okay. It wasn't until, uh, what was it, 2010, I want to say, is when FATS was completed. Wow. Um, so it's a big difference. It's a huge difference because okay. everything back then was hiking trails that allowed bikes. Okay. Whereas now you've got FATS where it's purpose-built meant for mountain biking first and then you just happen it's also great to hike and run on for sure but it's it's it was built with mountain biking in mind okay Um, well and and the original mountain bikes they were just modified regular bikes for yes for for the most part i mean they were road bikes with little tweaks you know to the geometry and then just uh bigger tires on them and a different set of handlebars you know Um, so cycling is in my head i'm thinking road road bikes and then you got mountain bike yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you i just wanted to make yeah. sure that we were all in the same no place. yeah it's probably the best i'm not a bike i'm expert. hoping to get all these listeners <laughs> to want to invest in biking somehow because it is such a awesome awesome and, sport yeah, and i do sure. want to talk about investing in biking i do want to talk yeah. about that we're going to wait yeah. for just a minute um but that is something that i think our listeners need to know about uh, I want to ask one more question, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you a chance to ask one more question too, Chris, oh, before great. we go cool. to our break. Cool. But uh, I want you to talk about one more thing. So you talked about Chris asked, what's the difference in the biking community in the '90s versus now, and and really in the '80s versus now? What is the difference being a business downtown? In because so you uh, in the '90s '99, so really in the early 2000s mm-hmm. is when you kind of 
probably assumed a bigger role right. than Andy Jordan's. Is that right. right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Talk to us about the the difference in running Andy Jordan's back then <laughs> versus now. Wow. It's it's uh, it's a big difference. I mean, technology is being used um, in so so many ways now in our business. And back in the late 90s, uh, I think we computerized our store in like 2005, I want to say. So everything was like just super manual. Everything was handwritten. Mm-hmm. Inventory was okay. a, a big... You, you relied on your gut a lot. Um, and fortunately, my dad was very good at it because uh, he relied on it heavily. Um, and now everything is just much more precise. I mean, you've got inventory management systems. I mean, customer retention systems. Uh, everybody's using, I mean, how many different social media apps are we using yeah. today? I Email. Know. I mean, it's just, it's <laughs> insane how much technology and then the internet, I mean, you used to have to rely on a phone line, you know, to process credit card sales and that yeah. sort of thing. And now you're processing sales over the internet and our phones are over the internet now, you know, I mean, no, no landlines. Um, so technology has definitely helped. Yeah. It's helped the business. Without a doubt. It's made us way more precise. I mean, you're not sitting on inventory you don't need. Yeah. Um, you're able to contact people more easily and speak to them more easily. I mean, you're able to communicate with folks and get involved <laughs> in their lives over social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram right. and that sort of thing. Yeah, so um, it's, it's kind of connected us all a little bit more for sure. So has the downtown environment changed in Dra- that time as well? J- oh, yes, 100%. How would you describe 100%. That? Uh, people want to be downtown now. I mean, it was... There was, I keep going back to 98, but uh, that was a, a, a pretty uh, monumental uh, point in time for our business. And us deciding to stay downtown was a big decision uh, okay. because it was still just, you would hear people say things like, oh man, I want to come down to the store, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to get there before dark. You know, am I going to get robbed or something? It's mm. just like, are you serious? Yeah. Like it's, it's downtown, you know, yeah. it's, it's, you'll, you'll be fine. And, right. and that is something you don't hear much at all anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's like people are coming from all over the uh, area, you know, to, it's like they want to be downtown now. Right. They want to go downtown and eat. They want to go downtown and hang out and mm-hmm. check out the river and that sort of thing. So it's, it's changed for the better uh, drastically. That's good. Well, I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So I do have a question, and my question is, how do you like this beer we're drinking? I tell you, it oh, is... this is a segue, a legendary segue. <laughs> I like beer. I like yep. coffee. Mm-hmm. I like milk. Uh, and this is a coffee milk stout <laughs> by Savannah River Brewing Company. And uh, it's, it's, what is it, 5.45 on yep. a Monday, and this couldn't be better. That's what I, that's exactly what I'm thinking, and it's a beautiful can. Those yeah, the few, artwork's cool. Oh, it's so cool. Weir Stewart actually did it. They did oh, an nice. excellent job with it. Um if you look closely, you can see Hobbit feet out of this barrel, and that yeah, was see, yeah. one of the one of the brewers. And she really wanted Hobbit feet Shout somewhere on the can, <laughs> and she got it coming out of a barrel. And I thought that was awesome. But that's pretty good. Uh, the name's cool. The beacons are lit, and it's an incredible beer. And if y'all had the opportunity to have their small batch called Gingerbread. Gingerbread mm. is lit. Yeah, oh, man. it was it their blonde good. stout. It was fantastic. Which you don't, I, you don't ever really see a blonde yeah, never, stout. Yeah. But it, it tastes. If you go to Savannah River Brewery, tell them how good their blonde stout is, so that they make more of right. it. Right. <laughs> it should not have been a small batch. They ran out in two days, and they're about to run out of the beacons are lit. They right. barely let us get this. Right. They, they're a sponsor. Yeah. They straight up were like, "This is the only." Six pack you will get from us, <laughs> but you know what? It's done with Ubora coffee beans, which yeah. is really cool that they use another local coffee bean. Yeah. And we've come full circle. Yeah, we have. We, we can end our... the show now. Yeah. All right. That's see you later. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I love this beer. It, it's not too much of a coffee. Yeah, for sure. But and it's not too much of a milk. Mm-mm. 
So it's, it's a perfect mix. I love it. Well balanced. Yes, I agree. So and we're going to segue. Yeah. We're cheers. Take this cheers to uh, Savannah River Brewery. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you for making great beer. Thank you. And uh, don't forget, I'm not going to make this long. Usually I draw this out. Don't forget Savannah River Brewery is having a New Year's Eve party, the Bootleggers Beer Bash. Uh, it's going to be a phenomenal party. We will both be there. We will both be there. You can get your tickets online. I think you've even talked Audrey into being there. Oh, she's there. Phenomenal. She's, she's <laughs> and you know what? I talked to the brewers today, and I said, listen, guys, some people are going to be concerned that it's just craft beer. They're doing a seltzer just <laughs> for that night so that people a will have seltzer. a hard seltzer. Not a regular <laughs> seltzer. <laughs> But a hard seltzer. Actually, the new regular seltzer is a hard seltzer. That's the new thing. Touche. Yeah. So you say Touché. seltzer, everybody's a They knew what I Yeah, exactly. A hard seltzer. Check it out on Facebook, though. Yeah. Um, parties from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. So you can uh, do a family thing in the beginning. You can do a, a rage thing at the end. Yeah. Uh, you can do anything in between. And We're there's gonna... perks. There's, there's a yeah. special batch of beer. Special batch of beer. Actually, two. They're yep. doing a seltzer and a special beer just for the toast. And Cater Works. Cater Works is coming. If you have not seen the menu, it oh is incredible. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> For only 10 bucks a person. 10 bucks a person. That's not bad. Unlimited that's buffet. That's, that's yeah. your average Chinese buffet for lunch right. right there. Oh, and he hasn't even mentioned there will be a DJ there. There will be. Uh, uh, we, we'll talk more about that later. Yes. It'll be me. I'll be the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help him. Don't worry. Yeah, thank you. Uh, with a little help from my friends. But um, uh, we're going to have a photo booth. We're going to have games. We're going to have a beer pong tournament just announced today. Uh, there's VIP tickets. There's buffet tickets. There's regular tickets. Get your tickets. Yeah. Check us out. Come party with us. We love to party Yeah. at Savannah River. N- and so now Do we're, it. We, need to, we need to get back to Drew. Speaking of businesses. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to talk about his business. We now? are, and I think my expertise is running out here. So okay. I think you may have a so, lot of the questions so, from now on. Well, not. Re- I mean, it, it doesn't matter. I for the listeners to know, I actually do use <coughs> Andy Jordans. I did not purchase a bike from them, but I use them to ma- maintain my bike. And you're a big. We biker. appreciate that. Yes, I uh, I love to I love to mountain bike. I don't cycle. Uh, I do not. I <laughs> not cycle. I would cycle if I had a bike, but yeah. there is something about the adrenaline rush with where you could uh, almost hit biking. a tree and die. Uh, at it's fun. Well, time. we're also it's, very. It's a, we're, a lot of people don't realize we're very blessed yeah. to have fats right yes. now, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of other. I mean, I I try to take my wife out. My wife also mountain bikes. She's a huge mountain biker, but she's more of a. Um, Bartram Trail right. by the dam. Sure, and I think I mean, I'm more of a. I think I'm more on her page. Okay, <laughs> uh, but but uh, we tried Missile Mistletoe State Park. Yeah, that's, that's a, a rough trail. That's a challenging trail, and I will challenging. be back out there without her. But yeah. it, <laughs> without her, it is it, it is. It, we're very blessed to have many trails, but fats they're all loops. Yeah, yeah. that's the gym. It is the gem. In fact, when my wife the and gym. I were drive, we were you know driving out to the west. And, and what's uh, Fats real quick? Just what's uh, Forks, it stand for? Forks area trail system. Gotcha. It's right next to Modoc area. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's on the way. It's not far though. It's, it's not, not far. No, and it's faster to go Fury's Ferry, not I twenty. Just saying. Yeah, that. for sure. Yeah. So that the hard way. I want to ask this from my perspective as someone who has casually biked in the past. If I want to change my life and maybe i'm not as crazy as chris uh but maybe i'm maybe i'm more on the softer tone mm-hmm. uh and i just want to do a little mountain biking do a little trail riding what's the cost of that i don't i've never heard of any like it's it's never advertised what the cost of biking is it's because there's so many different types of bikes now yeah. there's so many levels of like how, how much are you going to ride where are you going to ride there's just so many variables but i mean to get into it it could be as little as. So it's a bad. It's kind of a bad question. It's. I'm kind of setting you up. Right it's an now. investment. It's it's going to be an investment for sure. But you can definitely get into the sport for say five fifty six hundred for a okay. bike. You know, a good bike. And There's, how much is that good bike going to last? Um, depending on how much you ride it, it could. I mean, we've had people bringing in bikes that were four hundred and fifty dollars new. 20 years down the road you know okay. we're servicing bikes that are 15 so this is 20 not a years car old no. or, and, and if it is a car it's a toyota corolla yeah for sure, for <laughs> not, sure. not in a bad way but it's yeah, still your baby right. yeah you yeah. need to maintain yeah, yeah. and right. sometimes 
you can learn so much. Like I know as much as I need to when I'm biking how to fix it on the stop on the drop of you know whenever I need to. But I'm gonna take it somewhere professionally and get it serviced and maintained once a year. Yeah, that's, sure. That's a really important point. I don't know of any kind of servicing how to do that. You do service. Yeah, right. Chris mentioned that. And when you and so we service bikes like Chris has, which weren't from us, um, but we do. Say for example, you got into the sport, you know, and you buy a new bike from us. We have service packages that we offer free of charge that wow. save you a lot of money in that first year of ownership, just because things are kind of breaking in on a new bike. Your bearings are selling in, cables and stuff are kind of settling, and things need to be readjusted. Um, so we do a lot of the, the quote, tuning up, so to speak, of your bike okay. uh, free of charge for that first year. So you guys not only sell bikes, mm-hmm. but you do all the maintenance and you do the tuning up and, and anything. Like if I've got a bike that's 15 years old and mm-hmm. I want to ride it, but, man, I just hit that tree a little right. bit too hard, <laughs> I can bring it into Andy Jordan yeah. so y'all take care of it. Yeah, we can okay. take care of it. If we, and, if, and, and this is something we do encounter from time to time, but say it is a 15, 20-year-old bike and you did plow into a tree and... <laughs> Uh, all of a sudden it's like, okay, how much is this going to cost to fix? It might be a situation where it's like we're starting to advise you on a new bike instead of putting the money into an older bike because the technology has changed and uh, bikes ride better, feel better, they handle better than um, some of the older bikes do. So there is is a point where it's kind of like a vehicle, you know, where it's like it's totaled, for example. So (laughs) that can happen on, on bikes. And then beyond services, we offer... Uh, fitting is getting um, quite popular with bikes too. So just like you would get fitted for a custom like tailored clubs. suit, the yeah. golf clubs, okay. I mean, anything. We're all different heights and different proportions <laughs> and different flexibility levels. And uh, so we do a lot of fitting services as well. So I want to say something real quick just for our listeners to know. Um, yes, I do go to Andy Jordan's. There are other bike shops in the area. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I want to tell them why I went with y'all. Uh, and first of all, bike shops, y'all have different, y'all sell certain bike. Mm-hmm. So y'all do specialized, yeah, specialized giant, uh, specialized giant live, which is giants, uh, women specific line of bikes. And then, uh, we picked up salsa, uh, salsa cycles, um, about a year or so ago. Yeah. So every bike shop has a different right. brand and whatnot. Like I have a Cannondale mm-hmm. and y'all don't sell Cannondales. We used to. Uh, well, a long time ago. In the 90s. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and so, but the reason why I went with y'all is because, um, y'all have a community and that is awesome. And so one thing that I find is, first of all, your online presence is pretty cool. You can see all the trails. Right. That's how I learned about a lot of trails that I'm, I'm excited to go to. Yeah. Um, but also, if you're on Strava, which if you're a listener, Strava is a outdoorsy app where you can log in miles. It's for hiking, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But y'all have a club, yeah, a group on Strava, and it's just that people are out there, you know, commenting on this is awesome or how was it, and then you have events every, you know all the time y'all are giving back to the community and y'all are also y'all have like a women's group Mm -hmm. that go biking and then weekly right uh monthly monthly monthly, okay and then y'all also every wednesday night y'all go out do the mountain bike ride mountain bike ride which i haven't done yet because i don't have a light for my we need to change that chris (laughs) i know a bike shop that has lights there is a whole biking community there is a whole bike yeah yeah i don't want to say it's underground but people don't know people don't know about it yeah but i think but it's because it's a bike. You, if you're a biker, you're right. looking for You'll that find community. Right. You okay. want to find that community. And right. Also, walking in the store, everyone there bikes in some form. Yeah. I know people bike to work. Yep. And people that, like James Crockett. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a good buddy of mine just because I was walking through the store and mm-hmm. he and I just started talking about how he was starting to pick up mountain biking and I was trying to get new new shoes for my bike mm-hmm. and we just hit it off. And that's just, that was a huge, I mean, that was just right there. It's obviously community. It's not just the online presence. Right. It's not just these people, you know, that are making it look good. It's legitimately through and through a community, which is yeah. awesome, which is Personally, why I went through that through y'all and y'all have great y'all care about those bikes. And when you go in there and you're saying, 
I need this to be maintained. They're like, yeah, you might get it back in two weeks. That tells you <laughs> a lot right there, that they are booked. Yeah, and the, and the height of the season, it, unfortunately, you may have to be without your bike for a little while. So but we started is, taking uh, service reservations, actually, or something new hmm. we're doing. So, okay, so, yeah. that's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah, we've... Uh, we just started experimenting with it over the summer, and it's worked quite well like for a, a lot of people. Yeah, and it's okay. basically a uh, $25 uh, service reservation fee. Yeah. And then essentially if you don't show up, it's, it turns into a no-show fee. Yeah. But uh, if, you, if you drop it's your bike deposit. off, yeah, if you drop gotcha. your bike off when it's supposed to be there, it's essentially a deposit towards That's the job. Smart. So Because yeah. we're, we're setting aside that time. Yeah. For like the bike to be okay. so it's it's in the summertime, spring and summer, man. I mean, it's kind of keeps you on your bike and, yeah. and without it, you know, less. So is that is that biking season, spring and summer? Yeah, spring and summer is is definitely the the busiest time of year okay. as far as cycling goes. So we're talking what March yeah. through August. Yep, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Although I like I really like riding in the fall. A I was lot. Like, September yeah. seems like an underrated October, biking month. September, yeah. October, November. Those are some of my favorite months. Yeah, ride. it's not even winter yet. Right, when, right. The, when the leaves are changing, leaves are changing. Something look as beautiful. Low humidity. I mean, it's it's yeah, and fats is absolutely stunning in the yes. fall out there. For those of you that don't understand why we're talking about fats, I was saying earlier, my wife and I went. We're planning a trip to the west to see all these national parks, which we learned unfortunately. Every national park you cannot bike in. <laughs> yes. We learned that the hard. You can't bike yeah. in. Bro, you would die. Yeah. You would die. Yeah. You would. But it's because there's so many people. You'd have to bike with a parachute. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that being said, I would look at blogs and all this stuff, you know, top 10, you know, or like top bike destinations. Destinations. Right? Yeah, right. And fats. It's crazy. Is in the top 10 of the United States. Man, I, I go to uh, dealer events for our vendors and and you've got people from all over the country there and many years ago it was like oh you're from augusta georgia y'all have got the the masters you know and like that's so cool and have you ever been out there and now it's Mm -hmm. getting to where people are like oh you've got those trails called fats you know and i've heard so much about them so people are associating those trails with augusta from all over it's incredible i got a buddy of mine we go whenever we can and uh, we've hit every trail except the Great Wall, yeah. which I'm excited That's about. That's a good one. Yeah, I like we one. saved that one for last. But there's seven, seven or eight trails. Six trails, Six trails. and a couple of connectors. Yeah, yeah. And they're all loops, which means you start at one end, you go either left or right, and you end where you start. Whereas You don't have to turn around and go to, back. Yeah. Whereas Bartram Trail, you go yeah. as far as you want. you yeah. got to go all the way back. Yeah, so and, I don't uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> so which some people like it because yeah. you don't get lost. Yeah. But you see the same thing. You do see it. So with twice. fats everything is a loop and it's you know they their their map system is great. Um you don't everything's marked, the trails are marked and yeah, we're we're super fortunate. We've yes. got Sorba CSRA. I mean, that's who really makes a lot of that stuff happen out there. Yeah. So they're very active and super motivated and, and uh, just they they do an amazing job out there so um are we are we what's the format again i have one more question <laughs> okay i, I just want to because i have so much more I, <laughs> I don't want to go overboard yeah we can't we can't do too much uh we we need to do a deep cuts with you right? <laughs> yeah. just for the biking well, community but this is this is big for me because deep this cuts. is one of my this, this is, is my thing, hobby man. yeah this is my hobby i'm trying to stay quiet so you can actually Actually, I bought the bike, and uh, <laughs> I know we're, we're. This is just might be off cut. I don't know, but we'll for see. Me, for me personally, I would recommend. For well, if you want a bike and have it maintained, you buy at the store yeah. because you get that deal. Right. But biking is really expensive. If you are on a budget, like me as a teacher, um, my budget was first looking at Facebook Marketplace. And I did find that Cannondale for, a, and it was barely used. But make sure you find that bike shop to maintain it and check oh. it. So even if you buy online, you need a bike shop. Yeah, you do. Oh, you need a bike shop okay. to be next. You know, they need to know you too. I mean, it's it's good to have that relation. I don't know if you can have that relationship like we have at Andy's. Yeah, right. But I'm sure you can. But that's what I got right away. But anyways, I bought the bike. About two years ago, I've already logged in 400 miles, and that's awesome. not cycling. That's 
mountain trails, trails which are and sometimes it's different. different. It's three miles, it's yeah, or it could be seven miles. Mm-hmm. You're not hitting sixty miles, yeah, like you can do on a cycle, unless you're a madman. <laughs> um, unless you are a madman, yes. And I know and some can, of these guys. <laughs> and, and I see them. They're wearing only spandex. Yep. And I can't do that. I have to be able to look at myself in a reflection and be okay with it. Yeah, I'll give a shout out to Dr. Hogger uh, at Augusta University. I know oh, yeah. he bikes to school every day, and he lives at Stevens Creek. Uh, oh, yeah. And if you guys know geography, that's a pretty far bike ride. It is. Yeah. And it he is. does 100-mile bike rides. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever seen him, but I need to connect him yeah, with I you. Yeah, I imagine apparently. he uh, – I would imagine if he lives out that way, he'd probably be taking the canal to work. That's maybe. exactly what I it mean, is. that's the thing. The canal is a oh, I know. great the canal corridor. I mean, yep. I, li- I work at uh, – off of Eisenhower Drive at Garrett. Yeah, yeah. And so I'll hang up my bike in the morning, and I after work, I'll just... You could bike to work, Chris. I could bike to work, but... It'd be tough. But I'd you rather I'd rather be able to take my bike elsewhere after I bike to Tokyo. You'd probably not rather leave at four in the morning, too, but... <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> not at all. So I have one more question. Um, Chris, told, Chris earlier mentioned you guys do a lot of events. Yeah. I don't know that. Tell me about what you guys do in the community, aside from the bikes. Man, we uh, so we have rides that are weekly. We have, as Chris mentioned, our weekly mountain bike ride. So a ride, ride is like a coordinated, like like almost like a Facebook group kind of thing. So we have uh, we for our weekly stuff. It's basically on our website. Okay. If it's a monthly, and what's your website? Uh, AndyJordans.com. Plug. And uh, <laughs> so anything that's going on within our store is going to be on our, uh, if you go to our rides and events area, it's going to have okay. everything we have going on, be it weekly events, monthly events, annual events. Uh, so weekly we have road rides, uh, Tuesday, Thursday nights, uh, Wednesday night is the mountain bike ride. Um, the, we have our, we, our monthly women's ride. We have a monthly ride called Off the Beaten Path that we do, which has become one of our most popular rides. So if I'm counting, we're at like six different yeah. coordinated events every month that you guys basically do. Yes. At least awesome. probably during biking season, yeah, right? Yeah, well, year-round. Year-round. Yeah. Okay, awesome. And then That's we, crazy. It is really cool. I didn't see like me, obviously I'm not a very good biker from what we've talked about so far well you don't know that we don't know but i don't know you've grown up you could be a real shredder for actually i was a great biker when (laughs) i was young got the body type yeah i've got the legs i've got the legs (laughs) these thighs tell no lies (laughs) you need to know the difference between your front brake and your back brake really that's what happens you're talking about running into trees over here i'm like man i flipped over and you just gotta get up and keep going oh man it happens it happens yeah. So, Chris, do you have any more questions about the business? I have a question for you and for our bikers out there. Are you a clip-in or a pedal person? I would say uh, and I And this am. is where, this is the pedals where you clip in your shoes, yes. right? Yeah, okay. so you're locked to Clipping the bike. Clipping scares the crap out <laughs> of me. It's kind of scary. I have, I, last for good reason. I, last time I talked to you, I have some egg beater yeah. to clip in, and yeah. I have still not been ready. Yeah. I mean, there's been times at Fats where I'm like, if I had clip-ins, I feel like I would have died. Just yeah, yeah, just the ability to dive off the side, yeah, just you if can, you need to. You I can, feel like that's no, beneficial. you can't do that fast. Yeah, you, you dive forward because if you dive to the side, you'll fall down a hill. <laughs> yeah, it's a very side hill. We all just learned something. <laughs> Definitely go to Fats if you have a buddy with you. Yeah, for sure. And if you've biked before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe go up the canal a couple times. That's do a good start. That's a good start. Hey, that I was like, the best place to start. I like the mountain bike trail there. It's yeah. two and a half miles. That one scared me too. And it's, so. and the, it's eroded a little bit, so it, it is, is yeah. difficult. Yep. So, yeah. but it's not it's not long. But that's anyways. the good thing about it. You can kind of bail out. If clip you need in, to. sorry, or yeah, pedal. clip in or pedal. I it depends it. on the bike. Um, okay. I would say more often I'm probably clipped in than not. But okay. I've got two different uh, and my mountain bikes specifically. If we're going to talk about that, yeah. I've got uh, one bike that I have clipless pedals where I'm clipped in, and then I have another bike that has platform pedals where I'm using just a like a flat sole type shoe. Okay. Um, when you're clipped in, are you just like fight or flight at all times? Yeah, just like pretty much. In, like... You don't, you, once you really get used to it, it becomes, it's funny, the bike that I'm riding not clipped in, uh, I just started doing that about a year ago or so. And it kind of, 
I, my roots are BMX, so I was yeah. never clipped in. Then I right. uh, started getting into mountain biking more, got clipped in, and kind of mm-hmm. did that predominantly. Went back to platform pedals, and I had to kind of get used to that. So that actually felt kind of weird to me at first because okay. some of these trails are rougher and mm-hmm. just wanting to knock your feet off the pedals and that sort of thing. So that's the benefit then is that yeah, your, feet are, your, feet your feet are staying on the pedals. The shoes are stiffer soles, so you're able to push harder on the pedal. The shoe's okay. not flexing, and then you're able to get that – kind of upstroke so when you're lifting you're pushing one foot down you're picking the other foot up and it's just making you more efficient that is why i'm having a battle because i know that when i'm going uphill when i'm it's better it's better without ready to go downhill it is better but it's when you have the oh crap moment yeah. that freaks me out. I love to out. bail right now, but I'm, I can't. Yeah. It freaks me out. Well, we just had a very nice biking deep cuts conversation. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. definitely not getting edited out. If no. there's any super bikers listening, oh, I know there are. You guys Scott just got very interested. Yeah. And if you're a biker that wants to be a part of the community, yeah. you've learned one. You've learned yeah. how to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we need to take a break. Yeah, we so need to thank our hosts. Yes, we do. Partridge Inn. Partridge Inn. So we are recording for the second time at Partridge Inn, and boy, do we owe them a thank you. <laughs> there, when we walked up to the Sam Waller conference room. Which is a very nice, pleasant conference room. Yep. Comes stocked with the glasses for coffee. We got coffee cups in the back. Nice yeah. piece um, of art behind you. Yep. And we, we got art. A lot of curtains. A lot of curtains. There's a TV. There's plugs in this yeah. uh, this conference room table. It's a beautiful place, but what we're trying to get to is <laughs> leading, going into the beautiful place next to the door yeah. was a beautiful sign that said... Oh, boy. It said, "Drop reserve for Drop Disgusta with guest Drew Jordan. All printed out in a cursive font. Cursive. Yes. Very professional. You know Super nobody wrote that because nobody knows how to write cursive. <laughs> but they true. took the time to type it and print it and slide it in the slot. And they didn't do that last time we were here. I think they knew who we are now. And you and Chris, <laughs> the little background, you contacted them yesterday, uh, right? No, I technically contacted them on Friday, which... Okay. Right before the weekend. Okay, so and you, I got an email from her at four a.m. today. Wow, that's so you contacted yes. them Friday. Yes, and they made this happen. Yeah, short and, term. And who we at contacted was the rep that lives somewhere else, and she has to contact. Them. I hope she lives in Europe, and it was like four p.m. Her time. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I hope so. I, I felt so. bad. Four a.m. I felt. That's I was like, we're a big deal, but not that. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna email you at four a.m. <laughs> But anyways, huge shout out to Partridge Inn. Very accommodating people. And uh, we're excited to be able to use this in the near future. And we'll be back. We will will. be back, especially after that cursive sign. Oh, definitely. If we weren't sold before the cursive sign, boy, we're sold now. Yes, we are. (laughs) And we also want to thank Amplified Events uh, for powering our audio for this episode. Uh, they do. Uh, I'll let David talk. About I'll talk about it a little bit as the general manager yeah. of Amplified Events. Yeah. Uh, uh, Amplified Events is an entertainment solution. I don't want to get too salesy here, but if you or a loved one has a, a wedding coming up, uh, if your business has a client appreciation, oh, I'll let, I'll no, let no, him no, do it next to his it, mic. Yeah. yeah, I'll let him listen to the quality of the audio that David has set up here. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Chills. Chills. I'll I'll do it on my side too. Do it. Wow. Beautiful. If you you or your loved one has a wedding coming up, uh, if your business has a client appreciation party, uh, if you're doing corporate training, if you have any kind of event needs, if you need to throw a New Year's party, we're already booked, but maybe next year. Contact Amplified Events. Uh, we would love to help you. We do custom events. Uh, we do murder mystery parties. We do fa- uh, Fabulous Feud. Uh, Ooh, we do yes. all kinds of game shows. Is Fabulous Feud like the Family Feud? It's nothing like it in that there's a uh, there's a copyright on the name Family Feud. Oh, oh, oh gotcha. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> Just for our listeners out there, they might want to know what fabulous feud is. <laughs> Sounds you, weird. You get to call me Steve for a whole hour. <laughs> Two if you pay for it. Uh, 706-810-0267 is our phone number. Uh, I'm extension zero. I'm also extension one. Uh, and uh, David at ampyourevent.com or info at 
ampyourevent.com for more information. Thank you. Uh, we're back. Uh, we have plugged our sponsors. We've plugged you. We've talked to you a lot, you. Uh, Mr. Drew. Thank you. Um, and Please we, call me Drew. Oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't know we were so close. <laughs> we are now. So talk to me about this. Um, as Chris mentioned during the break, you are a, an Augusta OG. And we ask every uh, guest that we have on our show what dropping the disc from Disgusta means to them. One, I want to ask you this as an OG. Have you heard Disgusta, and have you heard it more recently or more in the past? And then two, what does dropping the disc mean to you personally? So I'm sorry for the curveball. We've never no, asked no, anyone. We've never asked half. this, but you are an OG. Yeah, uh, it's definitely something I I've heard more in the past than I have now. Okay, uh, for sure. I mean, that was I used to hear it a lot, yeah. a whole lot, um, but not as much anymore. Fortunately, um, we've, so I guess to answer your question, <laughs> I was about to just start going off on that. <laughs> so dropping the disc to me means just being, I think it means just being proud to be from Augusta, being proud of your hometown. Um, there's, Augusta has a lot to offer and if anybody needs help seeing that, I think talking to there's a lot of people moving here from other places, mm-hmm. and I deal a lot with um, uh, military personnel. A lot of people move here; they're here for two years. You know, they want something to do while they're here. They come see me, get a bike, or they come get their bike fixed up and go ride the trails, that sort of thing. So we're we've got this constant kind of just revolving population almost coming through Augusta and so people are from all over the country and, and that's starting to change a little bit yeah they're getting more permanent jobs right right yeah. um, so hearing what these people have to say about Augusta is is pretty refreshing um, just hearing I mean a lot of people talk about how beautiful it is here how um, how much we have to offer as far as outdoor recreation goes um, the food and beverage culture is amazing. Um, the art and music scene is really mm-hmm. good here. Yeah. The weather is good. I mean, outside of a, a few weeks here and there, you know, the weather is, is great. I mean, it gets really hot in some of the, the hotter months of the summer, and, and we might have some cold days in the winter, but you can do stuff outdoors year-round. And um, I always hear people talk about the people as well just uh they're like you know there is this like southern hospitality is real um and if everybody just kind of starts focusing on the positives and just being more positive and kind of working together it's it's just going to lift us up even more you know augusta is and i mean we're poised for for big things i think um and everybody just needs to Focus on the future and what is going on, the good things that are happening here. And if you don't like something that's going on, be the change to make it better, you know, get yeah. involved. There's If there's something you're into and you want to make better, I promise you there is someone else that feels the same way oh, yeah. that probably has started a group or wants to start a group to advocate for whatever that given cause is. Oh. Um, I just learned there's a huge biking community. Yeah, right. I mean, exactly. Um, So, I mean, you've got people like you guys, you know, y'all are, what y'all are doing is huge, I think. Um, Just, thank you. You have really, I mean, your your whole show is focused around the positive things in Augusta going on, you know, and bringing that to light for people that maybe have lived here all their life, but need to kind of pull the veil back a little bit more or maybe it's new people moving to town um that want to to know about what's going on in augusta but i mean augusta is it's a great place to to call home it's a great place to work a great place to play i mean there's just it's 
Okay. Gus is pretty damn awesome, yeah. honestly. Um, That's your title. So. <laughs> that is our title. That is awesome. It took us 55 minutes, <laughs> but I got my title. But for real, while we're on the outdoorsy, we got a canal yeah. that's parallel with a river. River, right. And that's two different things yes. right there. Yeah. And for those people out there who are in college that don't want to work hard, get a kayak. Get yeah. a six pack and float yeah. down the canal right. and end at 13th Street to yeah. walk day. over to Andy Jordan's right. and say hey to Drew Jordan. That's right. Boom. We're and now we've come full circle twice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So before Thank we go, Drew, is there anybody that you want to shout out in the community? Yes. You have no uh, limitations. No limitations. Um, if you take too long, I will erase it. Though. Yeah, so I would, I would, I would have to say, um, I mean, as far as the business is concerned, I mean, I'd have to give a shout out to my dad, rest in peace, and my mom for getting the business started and allowing me to be a part of it and uh, just kind of shaping me uh, and guiding me along the way. Uh, to become a successful business owner in Augusta, Georgia, it's it's quite humbling. Um, the guys at the shop, uh, without their support and help and their hard work, we wouldn't be where we are today. My wife, I have to give a shout out to my wife. That's I mean, a she's big one. she's my biggest fan, yeah. and she works a full time job managing a dental practice in North Augusta, and still helps me with like women's ride day, our year end slow roll, wow. lock to lock ride, all That's the awesome. events we put on, and then just the uh, the community of Augusta. I mean, we've been we've been here since '74, and without everyone supporting us, we wouldn't still be here. Um, so the, the cycling community. Uh, owe a lot to them and try to as a result give back to them a lot as well in any way shape or form I can um, so yeah I think that covers it well thank you very much thank you so much we've been super I've been super excited about having <laughs> you and being able to pick your brain about everything and so I'm excited we love your friendship and looking forward to the likewise future. if we ever Thanks do a me. bike podcast you're going to be our first call it'll be awesome we will ask Bingo, you how to how record deep. while we're Biking. <laughs> <laughs> Start researching. We may, we may, yeah, I was going to say, that might take some time. <laughs> but no, uh, whenever he gets a bike, we will go to Fats and watch him die. Be yeah, yeah, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. I will die. <laughs> it might have to be your video. Uh, yeah. <laughs> might yeah, have to go video then. Thank you for Thank coming. you, Drew. Thank yeah, you thanks for, for having me. Thank you for having me.